0: Hey Tommy, what are you gonna be following? I'm gonna be a scary ghost. You know what scares me, Samantha? The political climate. That's why this year, I'm getting my costume from Drew Nostum's New costume. Drew Nostum's New Costumes. spook your conservative neighbors with costumes like Female God. i crazy! I have a vagina. Deal with this.
1: Or what about Mark, the stay-at-home dad?
0: I'm comfortable taking care of my kids while my wife earns for our family. Yikes! You'll be sure to fill the right with fright with this next costume. And I'll check the bathroom. Everybody is welcome to poopin' me! And this year's newest costume, Al Frankenstein. <clears throat> we also have costumes that will make your liberal neighbors demo-crap their pants like the Bright Bart homepage. <laughs> and the Trump voter with a PH. Without sounding pedantic, Trump's America First ethos has us primed for success.
1: So this Halloween, creep it real at Drew Nostum's new costume.
0: It's showtime. I am Dracula. What's the boogeyman?
1: It's to swimming with bow-legged
2: women.
0: Happy Halloween! It's alive! It's alive!
2: It's alive! It's
0: alive! It's alive! alive. I'm ready, and this is for you! What am I going to be for Halloween?
2: saturday night it's around 12 1 o'clock in the morning you've been drinking a little bit maybe you've been watching some old c-lister movies on tv putting it real low you're surfing the web as the kids say you uh you worked a pretty tough week your paycheck's pretty good you actually got some money left over you're doing pretty good so you're on ebay right now you're typing in stuff you're maybe walking down memory lane looking at old toys or whatever you got a little bit of money think maybe I'll, I'll buy something. You go on eBay and you bid on something. Or maybe you purchase something. And then you wake up and you realize how stupid it was. You, maybe you check your phone, you get that email, text message, and you realize, Why did I buy this? And in a few days it's on your doorstep and you don't know what the hell to do with it. Eric, did those nights happen to you? Sometimes when you're drunk, get a little buzz on, got a little jangle in your
1: pocket. Sometimes you do stupid things, brother.
2: eBay. It's both an angel and a devil in the ways that it could take your money and give you the most ludicrous things that you willingly purchased. And that's what we're talking about on this episode, episode 19 of the It's Alive podcast. We are delving into the dark realm of eBay and looking for the most horrific, absurd, and
1: unusual items that have sold and or are for sale so if any of you out there are listening maybe it is saturday night because i can only assume that you're listening to this
2: podcast because you're drunk (laughs) you're listening to us maybe we're that sea lister in the background going pretty low and you want to buy a little something something on ebay just do it ain't nothing but white noise just do it before we get started here eric yeah uh can you think of in a more positive light, some of your best purchases you made on eBay, do you want to go with horror?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, I think we, if we, I have an eBay account, I sell, I buy, but mostly sell. I think personally one of my coolest items, I'm going to tell you two, an official licensed uh, with a uh, certificate of authenticity is an autograph of William Peter Blotty. The author of The Exorcist. And I struggle with that name because he had two first names. That's not fair. And this is before he passed away because I, I read that book. It really shook me as an adult, uh, not with the scares, but with the uh, the message behind it, the recovery of faith in yourself and in family. Was and that it, the framed piece you yes, had? Yes, it's ah. over there on the desk, actually. Yes. I don't even have it on the wall. He's just a, a, an amazing author and a really interesting individual. But uh, the other item I bought was a, a vintage 1990s Dracula costume with uh, a hard plastic mask Mm. with the vinyl cape if you remember that purchase that That was was really cool just because the mask itself was just so unique and it just reminded me when i was younger seeing those masks in the 90s that they were that really cheap plastic mask remember the ninja turtle ones they had yeah yes yeah those are pretty much my favorite purchases how about you what
2: are your some of your faves I would say that whatever new purchase is my favorite on eBay. Oh, so, so uh, you're an impulsive buyer. Oh, yeah. That I, I'm, and I've cut down on it a lot. Like I'll maybe buy something off eBay once a month, but I, it used to be like once every other day. Like it was sad. I'd say that probably one of the lowest, lowest lows was probably when I built up an elf collection. I remember your <laughs> random elf collection fucking monster well i like it eric's very Throughout this podcast, very negative i have towards elf stated my stance and my ground on the monster that is elf alien life form also known as gordon shumway from the planet Melmac. elf is one of my favorite shows when i was a youngin and i still love him to this day and i remember one of the pickles that i got in when i was looking for a talking elf doll Oh, God. I went on eBay and they had a bunch. I found three that were for a decent price with what, a. What was the price? A best offer option. It, I believe it was like 39 to 49 That's fucking ridiculous. With shipping. But they had the best offer. I sent the best offer to one. And I was so eager that I sent it to like all three. And you won all three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. So Can't. you were at a Mexican standoff <laughs> and you shot yourself with three elves and I shot myself. <laughs> I went in empty-handed, I left with three talking elves. But and somehow that was a good thing. You try to I can just imagine you driving home. Yeah, that was yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, that it's... wasn't good. They were wonderful and I still have one of them. I sold the other ones made a profit, so. Oh, there you go. I still have one of them and it's uh, the centerpiece of my apartment. <laughs> There's some burning candles around it and a pentagram.
0: <laughs> I kind of traded your soul to the guy at the comic book store. But look, I got some cool Pogs. Elf Pogs. Remember Elf? He's back, in Pog form. You traded my soul for (laughs) Pogs?
2: But besides these embarrassing purchases, and the good ones, we compiled a short list of some of the most intriguing and odd horror items on eBay. And we're just going to count them down for you. I think, what, you picked three, Eric? I picked three?
1: Absolutely.
2: This is going to be fun because we got some hilarious ones and just some strange and macabre ones as well. So here we go. It's a Lie podcast presents... Horrific
0: Horrific and bizarre bizarre finds finds in the the dark dark crypt 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 of of eBay. eBay.
1: Uh, what do you want to flip? You got a point? Well, hey, let's flip Dracula, my vinyl Dracula. <laughs> okay. So, you want Dracula's face or his uh, backside? I'm going to take his
2: backside. Alright, ready? So, we're flipping Dracula in the air. Here we go. Please so do not flip me. <laughs> hey! Dracula's tummy up, so that means you go. Or that means you have the pick. I mean, do you want me to go first? You go first? I like you to go first, sir. So Eric, when we discussed this topic of finding things on eBay, we sort of left our adventure up to our own imaginations. That's why we came up with such a different list of things. I kind of, you went by sold listings and whatnot. I kind of went by what's the most expensive, ridiculous items that you could find on eBay. Horror related, of course. And it didn't take me long to find an item that is currently for sale for $22,500. Who has that kind of scratch to spend unless you're Insane or Michael Jackson? How many times do you just come home to your apartment and you're like, this place is great, but you know, I just really wish it was haunted? Oh, uh, almost every day. Almost every day. I'd say yes. Of course. Same, same so, what me. are you going to offer me, Chris? Well, Eric, I'm going to give you a haunted house attraction. Are you speaking of a portable, haunted fucking house? I'm saying portable. This thing can go wherever <laughs> you go. You never want to leave home. You want to be haunted and spooked wherever you go, complete with lights. Freddie Krueger silhouette and, and modeled after an old classic haunted house. This seller on eBay has it. eBay has it. What are the features? Because what was the, the exact price? Twenty. Twenty two thousand five hundred dollars. That is a buy it now price. But you can buy a, a ma- trailer park home for that money. And a a really nice new car. So per his description... Or just go to college. Yeah, for like four hours. (laughs) (laughs) Per per his description, the seller says this haunted house was built in 2000 and has plenty of life left. But he says it's a portable walkthrough. It's a great ride. It's an all-metal unit. So it'll pass... Don't worry, it'll pass fire marshal regulation. It was used just for this past October, only for a month. It builds out to 60 feet long and is 20 feet deep and is 18 feet high. It's very easy to set up with two guys. It has a built-in maze with six trick boxes with room for more trick boxes. It does need a new paint job, though, especially on the front scenery. The unit, it's got sprinklers, emergency lights, smoke detectors. It even has fucking tires. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Eric, you said that you could buy a mobile
1: home. This is a mobile home. So you're telling me I can basically live like Scooby-Doo and the gang
2: while living and driving at the same time? Yeah. You can have your own mystery machine RV, basically. If I could describe it, since we are a radio show. It looks like a classic Scooby-Doo house. It's got... Classic Victorian-looking roof, and it's purple, and it's got a, a Freddy Krueger silhouette coming out of the top window. It has classic ghost boarded windows, cracked glass. Yeah, crack but that glass. Freddy Krueger, that looks like a guy in a costume playing Freddy. Yeah, no. well, of course, yeah. But this is probably one of the most ridiculous items I've seen on eBay. It's, you, could
1: be, you could buy a fucking haunted house. It's insane.
2: I remember being in high school, and my friend was looking to buy a car on eBay. And I remember just being amazed by the fact that you could buy a car on eBay. This dude's got a haunted house. A complete haunted house. It even comes with the moon. How do I purchase this? How do they deliver? There's a buy it now. You, unfortunately, it's only for local pickup. It's out of... Of course. It's out of Pennsylvania. You got to go there and get it. person also has a store called the Gallery of Freaks. So they have a lot of haunted props and everything like that. If I could be honest with you... Here, come. Come here. I want to tell you something. If I could be honest with you, this is like your classic carnival haunted house. If you want to imagine it in your head... It's a classic carnival haunted house, which means you're going to have those hallways that you know, are just giant circles that are rotating. And, and you're going to have weird mirrors, and you're going to have like that little bridge that wobbles. And everything's going to be cold steel. So like when you're a kid and you trip by accident, you're going to fucking scrape your knees, and it's going probably have, you're going to have to get a tetanus shot after it. So this truly is a frightening haunted house. And for almost $23,000, I can't think of a better investment. So that's why I wanted to talk to you, Eric. I say we split this. It's Alive, the podcast, dot, dot, the the Haunted House, and we travel cross-country, and we record outside the Haunted House, and we can have people come in. I think I'm going to give up
1: my career, I'm going to give up my family, Yeah. and we're going to hit the road. We'll always have a home, as long as we have our portable spook house. Do you like to die?
0: Then you'll love getting murdered at Kilcropolis, Screaming House of Blood. Indiana's scariest haunted house is back. And this time, it will kill you. Our terrifying nightmare demon house will make you ask yourself, Are you dying of fright? Or just plain dying? Visit us on Two for Tuesdays where you and a friend will be murdered for the price of one. Fun for the whole family. That's right, children under the age of six will get murdered for free. Think you're brave enough to handle our scares? (gasps) Visit Kilcropolis this October, and remember, you will literally get murdered. Kilcropolis, Screaming House of Blood. Sponsored by Chili for this chili restaurant. Open every night until midnight
1: on US Highway 31 behind subway. With that house, you're going to want something else. Something Mm. super spooky and real, apparently, according to this. Oh. So I found an item that actually sold. For $70 or best offer, free
2: shipping. That's affordable.
1: It is a haunted antique porcelain doll. <coughs> Oops. It is a haunted antique porcelain dowel. Evil. Possessed spirit portal.
2: <laughs> not pet friendly.
1: Oh my god. So this thing just attacks pets? But that... That's not all, Chris. Go on. So if you look at the picture, it is the picture of the creepy doll. It just looks like your average vintage doll with a yeah. hat on. There's a picture next to it. So it's a picture of a wall, a dirty wall with scratch marks on it. This doll was scratching the wall. And they
2: circled the scratch marks and wrote claw marks. So you want me to believe that this doll got off its doll stand, used its little doll legs to walk to a wall, and start scratching the wall?
1: Yeah here's a description yes tell me for over 20 years now i have been collecting paranormal and haunted goods my house is home to a wide collection of items though given some current events i have decided to sell off a few of them (laughs) i feel as though getting rid of a few possessions will give my home a bit of a break from the increase activity it has experienced lately
2: does she mean few possessions does she mean that literally like possessed or, or possessed possessions hmm, it's just
1: bad grammar so she says here in this listing i am selling this porcelain and doll this doll that i didn't expect to put up for sale however i am very willing to move her off to a new home due to her recent activity From the day I got her, this doll has always been rather active for me. The doll's biggest thing is that she could never seem to stay in one position, Chris. Ooh. This is freaky. Her arms and legs seem to be constantly shifting on me. She's quite flexible. Hmm. That's disturbing. Though I was never able to capture any movements on video, she has always given off a rather strange and uncomfortable vibe, but I've been trying to study it over the months to figure out what type of spirit or entity is within. I've conducted several EVP sessions, one in which I was able to capture some unusual and unidentifiable sounds, later known as indigestion.
2: (coughs) This woman wrote
1: a so she Bible. Was, she, was, she was she was using an Ouija board, cording's. She heard some soft scratching noises. Hence the you know finger. what I'm gonna
2: just put it on eBay for seventy bucks, and it sold. Eric, would you buy that?
1: No, I get spooked easily by fantastical things. I want to buy it just because of her epic story.
2: Would you buy that and give it to an enemy? No, that's just mean. Man. I would. I, ho- I would most definitely buy one of those. So, do you think the ghosts? Packs itself in the box, too? Or do you think the ghost stays there and the doll goes? I mean, if I'm it's buying not, this, I want the, the ghost. Well, if we
1: know anything about Annabelle and
2: or Chucky, it stays in the vessel. Yeah. I would totally buy a haunted item on eBay just to see if it's actually haunted. So, wait a minute. I think we just approached a new
1: first uh, It's live challenge. Mm. Under 40 bucks. under 40 bucks, I will buy it to you and ship it to your house. If you find one that feels legitimate, I will buy it for you. Ship it to your house with your girlfriend inside there. We will record it. We'll, we, you can journal it. Well, the tough part would be the girlfriend knowing. She doesn't have to know. She you doesn't have to doll, know. That's cool. And you say, what's this? Tell her it's haunted
2: because her emotions will agitate the thing. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because the ghosts would sense fear, so then there would be more um, activity. Activity. I'm serious. If you mm. find one, 40 bucks, Scout's Honor, I will buy... <laughs> By the way, he just said Scout's Honor and made the
1: Vulcan sign. But, so I will spend four, up to $40 to buy a haunted item for you
2: and, and ship it to your house. Mm. I'm going to look for it. Okay. All right. Okay. Challenge. 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 Moving on. Moving <laughs> on.
0: Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end. Remember? This is the end, friend
2: well eric if you're willing to do that for me i might also need the following object if that haunted item turns out to be true and it's in my home if it's haunting my home i'm probably going to need this next object i am intrigued now this has a buy it now price for one thousand one hundred and seventy dollars but it's got three days left to bid and you can get it for a whopping nine hundred a steal really Now, I've seen a lot of life-size wax figures in my day, and I've certainly seen a lot on eBay in terms of Halloween props, such as classic characters like Frankenstein's monster, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, even Pinhead himself. But I found one that was quite unique, because this is an exact-to-scale wax replica of Father Mirren from the classic Exorcist film.
1: You guys should just somehow Google it and look at this. This thing looks like Max von Sydow. This is insane.
2: Buy it! Six feet tall, he is made to order. Please allow three weeks or less to build and ship. He is handmade. One to one scale. Go to eBay and type in Father Mirren prop. It'll come right up, I'm sure. It's awesome. He's got the Bible in his hand. He's got the holy water in his other hand. He's got the outfit on. He's got the flaky hair He's got the, the indifferent, the, the, the angered face. face
1: that's actually got makeup because they aged him.
2: Yeah, they even and it even looks like that on the prop. It looks yeah, like yeah, he's staged crazy, staged aged, if you will. But I, I'll be honest with you, I might need this if that haunted object I get turns out to be real. This is a connection. Mm. Everything is connection. This is like Zen. Everything has a purpose. Same. If like- you were a millionaire, would you ever would you ever have like a little wax? museum. It was like, what's his name? Uh, Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, his uh, his, his home house is... The Bleak is, House. The Bleak House is insane. It's like a horror museum. If I was filthy rich... Yeah, would it be something that interests you? Or? Yeah, I would. But I would do, maybe not an entire
1: house, but I would do a room, or a very large room, where I would make it like vintage, antique Victorian, with like monsters. Literally, I would just do like Dracula, Wolfman, Hammer Horror stuff. Almost like it's a live scene going on. So my vision would be like a... vintage styled library with those giant library shelves uh, ladders
2: that you can climb yeah
1: and all the characters will be looking at books sitting on couches reading
2: oh yeah <laughs> so it'd be like a place where these characters would hang out yeah and, yeah and you're just coming in on a moment of their life. exactly that's what i would do that's pretty creative yeah. that's pretty cool you'd have to get those made to order though custom made because i'm a millionaire yeah. baby got that you could do dirty it. trump money i could do what i want that'd be pretty cool yeah definitely what about
1: you what would you do I know you've been fan- You collect masks, so you fantasize about this.
2: Uh, I would probably... <laughs> I probably have different, like, themed corners of a room where... It's like putting the unnatural in natural, which is, uh, yes, which is interesting. Yes. I would do more of, like, almost like a little museum. I'd probably also get a bunch of wax gremlins made and put them all over my home.
1: That would be cool. Like, hide them? <laughs> yeah, hide them, yeah. That would be neat. Imagine, if you will, an exhibit... It looks a little spooky,
0: boys. You think we should do this? A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. Ooh, scary! Your fascination with ghosts, monsters, and the many unearthly elements of the supernatural. Welcome to the natural. Look at this
2: it's killer enjoy wow the glasses from nutty zombies from hell
0: lose yourself in it do you like a closer look really but whatever you do don't step over the rope
1: (laughs) waxwork my next find is one of the most macabre items i could find god knows what it was used for i hope it wasn't really used for what it is it's sold For five
2: grand.
1: Mm. $65 shipping, and that is a pair of the rarest of antique satanic daggers for Black Mass. There are these bronze daggers in this freaking sweet wooden case, and the hilt of the bronze daggers are skeletons of children. Here's the description. A pair of the rarest antique satanic daggers for black mass. French circa 1870 depicting skeletons of newborn baby skeletons as hilts. The slender diamond section blades intended as weapons of sacrifice. The coffin box containing them is a burr walnut veneer with quality lock and key.
2: The daggers lie within the velvet coffin lining. Okay, so I typed in vaguely what you said, and I found there's just a, a ton of listings. You on, gotta go to the sold on listing. eBay of ceremonial daggers, though, which is really fucked up. They have a lot of affordable ones that you could pay, you know, thirty, forty dollars for replicas, not original. That sounds like a
1: badass movie, independent horror film where someone buys these daggers, local pickup, and it's from
2: a Satanist, kind of and be you're the victim, mm.
1: the night of the knight dagger. <laughs>
2: Well, you just mentioned a dark side of history that you could essentially buy. And that is a whole different can of worms to open that people actually collect something that as American white people, we've all done is we've all gone to med- gone to medieval times at one point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they
2: all they have that whole dungeon museum, which is all museums of classic torture devices. And there's a lot of those museums throughout this country. That- well, I got a book of torture just out of the yes. morbid curiosity. Do you know if what you looked at was ever used, or is the it history monitored, that, or no?
1: It doesn't say that. It's just 1870s ceremonial satanic daggers for ritual use. I'm sure. These were somehow used, hopefully, on just an animal. But just having the hilt
2: being a skeleton of kids... That automatically makes me think it's for child sacrifices. That's terrifying. One of the things that always comes up when I purchase something on eBay, I'm not talking about something as heavy as a... Ceremonial dagger, but as I always wish, I could see the complete history of that item that I purchased. Where it went from and how it was first came to be, and how did it get now in my hands? One of the things was like those King Kong collector's cups I bought from the 1970s. When did you get them? We talked about them in our earlier King Kong episode. Burger Chef, they're available. How did these? uh, How did this get from a dead Burger franchise to mint condition to my hands in Chicago? I imagined, oh man, some little boy begged his dad that you know he wanted these king kong glasses yeah. and and then they went in the garage sale and then went to another person another person another person you know it could have been maybe one person owned it could have been 40 50 people owned it who knows but that's something I always wanted to know and with something like you mentioned the hundreds of years of history imagine how much flesh That this thing in your hands could have been in how much oh how many lives it could have ended the darkness that surrounds it yeah just imagine how many lives that thing could have ended and now it's in your hands in a much uh, different world something as heavy as that or something as light as a King Kong glass I wish there was a way that's super that's a super interesting find you
0: had. (laughs) No! You promised, you promised not a child.
2: All right, Eric, for my last real pick, I'm going to get more to film memorabilia. And uh-huh. this, this is kind of an interesting one. This is my guilty pleasure that I just had to put on the list. They actually have 1942 Son of Dracula movie script and that's it's That's awesome. It is not something that is that was just reprinted and something like it was an actual on set production use script production use script and it's going right now for $5,200 by the Movie Wizard. They want over $5,000 for it. Well, that's a piece of uh cinema history. Cover page has the original working title of the film, which was Destiny. And it also Really? Talk- Destiny? It was called Destiny and How is that spooky? This is the actual file copy used by Universal Studios for their own records of the film. It was kept in their central files at the movie studio for many years. It has the original Universal Studios stamp on the cover page. It's also stamped on the top right of the cover page with the production number of this film. It's old, I mean it's yellowed, it's got Tons of handwritten notes in pen and pencil all over it. Son of Dracula was an interesting movie. It was with Lon Chaney as Dracula. I, that's when they gave Dracula the sweet stash. <laughs> Lon Chaney Jr. played Count Dracula in that um that film. It was okay. It's been dated December 22, 1942. This, it's cool it's got all those notes, too, on it, you know? Just oh, yeah. Like- it, what's funny is on the cover page, I'm looking at the pictures here, and it says Destiny, but above it in pencil says Son of Dracula. So do you think that was almost like a working, not a working title, but like a dis- like a Blue Harvest? But why would they do that in 1942 for a, a Dracula sequel? That doesn't make any sense. If, Maybe it
1: was just a pretentious title, you
2: know, Dracula Destiny? Yeah, it could be in Son of Dracula, obviously, it's going to be more marketable. Yes, yeah, I'm Super not going to watch G-G. a universal monster film called Destiny, but if it's called Son of well, Dracula... Not in, the, not in the 40s, no. No, but if it's called Dracula, oh yeah, hell yeah, Son of Dracula, I'm going to watch that. In fact, I own it. So, But it's in great condition from what it looks like. It's a little torn. It's a little yellowed. So, Eric, my question to you, mm-hmm. you can have only one piece. Let's not get too deep into it. But if you could have only one piece from a classic Universal Monster movie, what would it be? I'm not going to say a whole costume or anything like that. If you could just have one piece.
1: Classic Universal?
2: Yeah, Classic Universal only.
1: If I can own one piece to a classic Universal Monster movie, on top of my head, the first thing that I thought of would be Talbot's cane from The Wolfman.
2: It's, so you it, could buy replicas online, but actually owning the real one. And that's great, too, because it's not going it to take up room, put it in a corner, and it's it's unassuming. And you can use it if you want to. And you could use it you if older. you want to. I'd probably go with Dracula's medallion around his neck. Ah, yes. I know they sell replicas of that as well. I could also go with the creature hand fossil. Cool, that would be a nice wall piece or a desk piece. Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways you can go. If Bolt's used for Carlos prosthetics, yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Um, you can even go with Invisible Man's... Wardrobe
1: joke, because he's naked. well. No, I mean
2: he wears clothes. Well, when he's in the invisible movie, man. Mm. When he's mm. Invisible Man. Mm. When he's naked.
0: I see you marrying a corpse, living in a grave. The vampire can assume very many different forms. At will, sometimes it appears as a bat. And sometimes it's a small cloud of swirling vapor. Son of Dracula, searing the screen with new terror in this weird tale of the living dead who rise from the grave at night to prey on unsuspecting victims.
1: It's funny that you bring this piece up because my last pick would be something that sold for $3,333 with free shipping. Now, this, to me, is priceless. Absolutely priceless. It's an autographed, screen-used, production-used barrel from the movie Jaws, the -hmm. greatest movie ever made in film history. It was screen-used to support Bruce the Shark, mechanical shark, during his maneuvers in the filming. It's signed by... Five of the actual production peeps. Uh, one of them being Joe Elves, Carl Gottlieb, the screenwriter, and of course Richard Dreyfus, aka Hooper.
2: Wow, you just told me it was Dreyfus. That's awesome. It's got um,
1: And Ted Grossman, the Estuary victim who lost his leg. Yeah. Roy Arbergast,
2: the builder of the shark.
1: All signed. Wow. It's Huge. Apparently, three thousand three hundred thirty-three bones. Screen used barrel signed by pretty much the last remaining legacy members of jaws
2: obviously not spielberg that's not a bad price you know i mean we just talked about a script that went for over five thousand, and i would have to say that those yellow barrels from jaws are probably more iconic than anything from son of dracula well yeah absolutely (laughs) plus those barrels had more screen time than you know bruce the shark well they represented jaws for a good chunk of the film and that was how you seen it and the scene where those things pop out of the water and you go oh shit yeah, they establish they established those as danger you know i mean those they, were characters those are <laughs> they were and you could own one of those characters jaws is my favorite movie as
1: you know chris i mean i own a piece of the orca two boat from the original jaws
2: movie several pieces
1: yes um, you're wearing
2: a jaws onesie right now
1: had a lot of jaws items throughout my collection sold most of them but chris what one item
2: would you want to own from the jaws collection one item one item i could have I immediately, this is what jumped to mind, so I'm going with my gut. I want to own the chalkboard with the shark drawing on it. That is freaking sweet. From when they pulled everyone together for a town meeting. Quint runs his fingernails over it. It's got the picture... He draws the ugly picture of the shark, and I mean, we don't see it, but it's on there. I would love that. Y'all know me, Oh, and it would suck if some asshole came in and just like threw water on it. Fuck (laughs) you, buddy! Not just oh, that would ruin it. But yeah, that would be amazing. Spray it, so spray something. Yeah, to keep it on there. That
1: could just go anywhere. That would be just so cool. Like, oh, it's a vintage chalkboard. No, it's a prop from the fucking (sighs)
2: movie (sighs) Jaws. Where? What about you, Eric? What would you say?
1: Well, it's quint related. It's always mm. Quentin related for well, me. Yes. So I own Play by Robert Shaw that he wrote. The other Robert Shaw item that I would like to own would be his jacket, That army yeah. jacket. Oh, a Comic Book Men, the Kevin Smith show on AMC. They visited the guy that owns the biggest collection of Jaw stuff and he owns that jacket. Cause I mean that's got to be that jacket alone being worn by Robert Shaw has to be like 10 grand.
2: If that barrel went for three thousand, okay. You're talking about wardrobe production. used barrel with a couple Same. autographs versus something that Robert Shaw, a esteemed actor that's, writer, yeah. that's tough. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay, maybe ten, eight to ten. I would say. Well,
1: I'd uh, I'd bid on it for three, but I'd wear it for ten. <laughs> Y'all know me.
0: Oh know how I earn a living. I'll catch this bird for you, but it ain't going to be easy. It's
1: a bad fish. It's not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or tommy carts. this sharp. Swallow you whole. Shaking. Tenderizing. Down you go. All right, Chris. That wraps up our top six favorite eBay horror finds.
2: But there's one more left. And those are kind of ones that are, are bonus ones. Ones that you found, ones I found that just ridiculous. For me, it was just ridiculous stuff that I didn't want to be my official pick. Right. So mine is ridiculous, not as in goofy,
1: but as in disturbing. And I don't like promoting it, but it has to be talked about. Let's talk about it. Chris, shoot. You go first.
2: God damn it. <laughs> hey, I won the Dracula you built it flip. Up. Okay, so ridiculous ones I found. Something that's kind of sleazy on eBay that people do is you buy domain names and you just sell them through eBay. This is—it's kind of scummy and scammy. I always thought—I always thought it was a very sleazy way to earn money, just going around buying as as much word combinations as you can, and then selling them for people who need to use them. I found this because the picture this person used was just a gravelly floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they use. and it is for the domain name booscare.com. <laughs> I typed in like horror collectibles and i sorted by highest and this is one of them booscare.com it's literally just the domain you pay this guy two thousand five hundred dollars he's asking what an idiot of a purchase he's selling
1: invisible item
2: yeah essentially and he says this is domain name only there's no website infrastructure anything it's literally just for the domain name and it's BooScare. It's, it's not anything really clever. It's stupid. BooScare.com. If you're looking out there for BooScare.com, I'm sorry to break this to you, but you heard it here. $2,500. I'll, I'll have you know that he took it. It's at 50% off right now. Or you could do $105 for 24 months, as they're asking. But you can get the domain name BooScare.com. I just wanted to put that in there because it's fucking stupid. But lastly, so you can go, Eric, is... Pretty much entire Halloween holiday <laughs> is for sale on eBay. This one is ridiculous. For $200,000, or you can make an offer coming out of Bellingham, Washington, you can purchase an entire Halloween franchise. You're talking about basically buying a store. Yeah, yeah. You're basically saying, okay, so you woke up one day, you know, you go to Spirit Halloween, I love Halloween. This I might, can do this better. <laughs> I can do this better. Well, for $200,000, you will get a storefront you will get over $500,000 in inventory. You will get an Amazon store, an eBay store. I just feel like if we bought that, we would
1: literally not open the store and just, <laughs> just <laughs> revel and just sit it like uh, Scrooge McDuck on <laughs> all the ha- Halloween shit. We
2: would have an 80s montage of us coming out in different costumes, <laughs> high fiving.
1: And then uh, an hour later, we realize that we're broke, <laughs>
2: bankrupt. So, well, we could sleep in the store. It looks like we're going to have to open it and sell the costumes. What are we going to do to make this money back? If you had a Halloween store, what would you call it? Boo scare. Fuck. Damn it. (laughs) Wait. so for $205,000, I could have the Booscares store <laughs> Store I always wanted. And if you're looking for this online, you'll, the main picture they use is it looks like it is a digital picture with Flash taken of Elvira with her eyes closed, sipping a Dr. Pepper through a straw. Me,
1: Elvira makes me want to spend
2: $200,000. What if you buy that portable
1: haunted house and you have the store inside it on wheels,
2: greeted by... Father Marion. It could be the world's first traveling Halloween store. The bookmobile, but it would be for Halloween guys. I would change my name to I Am Halloween. <laughs> Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't
0: you like to see something strange? Come with us and do it. bring it
1: down A depressing song. level I found something that sold For a whopping 4,500 bones with $40 Shipping It's a 1983 painting Of Butterfly the Clown Painted by John Wayne Gacy himself mm. The serial killer Signed, numbered by The serial killer John Wayne Gacy Who killed quite a lot of boys locally here in our neighborhood 23
2: 24 he killed the-
1: that they found Pot that they found the bodies yeah here. someone bought spent forty three hundred dollars to uh keep the legacy of this son of a bitch alive um i understand the appeal of owning something controversial but for me personally i find it absolutely disturbing that this was painted by the hands of a man that murdered tons of kids I mean, I was just by the Desplaines River taking a hike on a Sunday where
2: he dumped uh, a couple bodies. There's actually a really good. Just had to look up the name of it. There's a really good documentary on Netflix. I saw that with called uh, Murderabilia. Yeah, there's that a, there's is a, about a, this. That there's is a, there's about a cult the, of people that. Yeah, the are, artwork that these serial killers make while in prison, and it's, it goes into uh, one of the dealers and 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 their lives and selling, representing these killers and selling their artwork. The serial killer culture is fascinating. Yes,
1: as a study of the human psyche and all that, but owning it. I don't know. I mean, it's bizarre. I mean, I have a Charles Manson magazine from 1969 when he was arrested, and I bought it just because of the intrigue, the story, the history. Yeah, it's a piece of history. Right, but it's not like I bought Charles Manson's shoes or his pants. There's a difference from finding it fascinating uh, studying it to obsessing over the individual. I get the fascination. I don't agree with it. There's a serial killer convention where victims that survived go to a or a movie convention, you have a panel with uh, Robert England. Yeah, um, There's a serial killer conventions where you can have a, a panel with survivors of uh, serial killers. It's fucked up.
2: That's very interesting. It's tough because being if you were to be a victim of that, just constantly reliving, you know, people make fun of, you know, comic book conventions and horror conventions and stuff like that because, you know, oh, these, these washed up actors, you know, are coming here talking about, you know, 30, 40 years ago. It's different making a movie talking about the glory days of your life or making a buck reliving what is probably the worst time of your life. Maybe it helps them get over it. We don't know. And maybe this helps them.
1: It, it, just it's day daily possible. exercise for them to release it.
2: Very Yeah, I find that whole serial killer culture kind of strange. I mean, as you know, I mean, I, I love... True crime, and I love.
1: Yeah, but well, that's a study of it. It's yeah. not like you're you're not walking around in Charles Manson, Ed Geen, uh, John Wayne Gacy T-shirts and tattoos, which, which we they see sell often, a lot at horror conventions, which is fucking
2: annoying because yeah. you're not being rebellious, you're not being shocking, you're being a fucking moron. I agree with that. It's it sounds like a harsh opinion, but if I were to walk around with a Hitler T-shirt, I feel like a lot of people would really just chastise me and call me, a, you well know, a, a, a monster and. I don't see how wearing John Wayne Gacy, who ended 28-plus young innocent people's lives, is yeah. much better. Well, we live in a culture where Chairman Mao is on T-shirts and he's celebrated, so people are idiots. With
1: that being said, I do have <laughs> one more fun one that's a little bit more rockin'. Wow, you just put on your dad clothes for that one? <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. So there is a guitar that sold for 1,095 shekels. That is a Tales of the Graveyard limited guitar with Bela Lugosi Tales from the Grave painting on this fucking guitar. It's really cool. So it's got that Basil Gogo's Dracula art on it that you see on Famous Monsters of Filmland. It's like a fake movie poster. It says,
0: Beware, the grave couldn't hold him. He's back. In Bela Lugosi's Tales from the Grave.
1: And it's got uh, zombies coming at you in a graveyard. With it's got a sexy vampire woman on the bottom. It it, it says uh,
0: the masters of horror returns with stories to haunt your
1: nightmares. For people that don't even play guitar, like me, or know anything about music besides listening to it, this would be a cool purchase
2: on a wall. It's just art? It's, yeah. yeah. Something interesting. Okay, so goes these Tales from the Grave uh, is actually not a film that he made. The Actually, the late 2000s, it's a comic book series. Basically, think of Tales from the Crypt. But what they did is they just drew Bela Lugosi. They got the family to license his image, and basically Bela Lugosi in- introduces these different tales every month. That's so cool. So that reminds me, with all of its like glory, with
1: films and comic books, the art of horror, the icons, the characters, you can slap that on anything and make anything look badass. Horror is a brand. Not just a genre, it's a brand.
2: Out of the three official picks of mine, what would you say is your favorite? $22,000 portable haunted house trailer, the $1,300 life-size Father Mirren from The Exorcist made of wax, and I also had the $5,200 original 1942 Son of Dracula script. Eric, I'm going to give you a gift certificate. You could have one of those for free. Which one do you want? Give me the mobile haunted house, baby. You kidding me? The mobile haunted
1: house, you can't go wrong with that. It's a different kind of trailer trash. I can I can have all the parties with all the girls. Chris, for me, what would you pick out of my 3 picks? Would you choose the 3.3k signed screen used barrels? Would you choose the Murderous Daggers of Satan that sold for 5k or would you choose the haunted doll that scratches your
2: baseboards for 70 bucks? Well, I would easily pick the Jaws memorabilia, but I'm going to go with that fucking doll. You're sick. I want that doll. Why? Because I want to see if it does anything. First of all, I'm not a, I am not—I ain't afraid of no doll. I'm not afraid of no little girl doll. So if you call bullshit on it, it's like, well, then I'll buy it for $70. bucks. i will put it right here, and I'll live with it. Let's see what happens. And if our deal goes correctly, I'll purchase another yeah. haunted item. You're sick. And we that's can... a
1: challenge man i'm excited for everyone to to participate in this i did tweet it out while we were recording so it's going to be our horror challenge i'm down for that i think that's the best thing i came out of this episode yeah i love it it's exciting i'm really really excited <laughs> everybody we actually have an arc going now this is what we're going to be focusing on in the next few episodes sprinkled throughout our topics mm. the hashtag horror podcast challenge
0: games drive me insane The time's crying for dealing the same
2: just six brief picks of the creepy horrible stuff that we found on eBay. Of course, if you creepy, have any creepy, creepy yes. And of course, if you have any experiences of your own of weird stuff you've bought on eBay, any favorite horror collectibles, toys, action figures, movies, posters, whatever it is that you enjoy, please drop us a line. Let us know what it is through our Twitter at It's Alive Pod, our email, it's alive Pod at gmail.com. And, of course, we have our itsalive.com website where you can let us know everything that's going on. Well, with that being said, Chris, it's a full moon out. That buries another episode of the It's Alive podcast. I am co-host Eric. And I am co-host Chris. And we hope you have a spookfully wonderful night. And watch out when you drink tonight. About what you're putting your money into on that super dangerous eBay site. They say it's the Satan's web, as I call it. Don't sleep with your
0: credit card.